Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Blog Talk Radio.
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody is all okay. I, I do apologize for that slight technical problem. Yeah, it was so technical that I actually pressed the button and cut my, myself off. Anyway, it's one of those shows tonight, so let's just go ahead and see how we go. Hope everybody's okay, and obviously it's Tuesday, which of course means that we have a, our special co-host, Howard. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hello, Sue. Well, a lot going out there today, a lot going on, so... Um... Crazy day in the dog world. Um, oh, one my thing goodness, I wa- yes. One thing I wanted to say, I didn't even tell you, so I'd like to dedicate the show in memory of uh, in memory of Pebbles, dear little Cruzy. Cruzy went to the bridge a couple of days ago, and um, oh, so I, th- I thought so with Pebbles. Um, she was she was having some seizures, and it turned out that her son was there, and the family was all together, and our heart goes out to Pebbles. We know how hard that is, so uh, just wanted to say that. So anyway, it looks like the Patrick trial has been delayed till the 30th. Um, it will be a jury trial. I have not had confirmed whether one of the – there's a rumor, and I use it strongly, not confirmed that one of the sides do, does have um, new evidence. Now, if that's true, in the United States, when um, either side has new evidence, the other side is entitled to review it, which is only fair. So like our dear friend the captain would say, Sue, it's another 21 days that he's happy and healthy with the Scavellis. Absolutely. The the main important part is how the fact that he's not there anymore and he's okay, he's safe. Do you mean what? Whatever happens, it doesn't matter if it's in five days, twenty days, thirty days. That's right. It's not going to change where he's at at the moment. That's right. And um, I did want to read something that was on the NJSPCA uh, page. And one of the reasons I'm reading it, Sue, and I'm going to say it, I really don't care. You know, there's a couple of people out there with. Uh, of the opinion that you should keep your opinions to yourself in England and you haven't done much here. So this is one of the reasons I am reading this post, and uh, that's why I'm reading it and you're not, so I'll take credit for reading it. (laughs) (laughs) This is from the captain yesterday. Thank you all for supporting Patrick. To all of the Patrick movement and Patrick pages, thank you. To everyone around the country and around the world, thank you. Tomorrow will be the start of a very important trial, and we appreciate all of your support. Well, it didn't start, but this is a good line, though. Patrick is sound asleep and snoring and has no clue of what is taking place tomorrow. Thank you, Howard Epstein, and also thank you to the Ask Sue radio show for your amazing support. NJSPCA has and will continue to speak for the animals, and he will also stand by their side no matter how slow the justice system grinds, Captain. And I want to say, being half funny, that a show has, I've been with you almost a year now, a show has not gone by that I have not mentioned Patrick's name. And we have the year anniversary of Lennox coming up. You have dealt with Memphis, many other dogs, and most of them in this country, actually. So to anyone who might be jealous or upset, that's, I, I will just leave it at that because it's very upsetting to me. So I want to thank, thank the captain for that shout out. I mean, as he said, the pages and the movement and everybody. So, you know, I'm, you know, I, I know both of us feel honored that he mentioned it. He didn't have to, but I, I just did want to read that because it does upset me. So when, you know, when people put you down and there's just no reason for it and they have no, they have no basis um, for what they're saying. So I, I just, I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah. Well, do you know what, Howard? I mean, I've got to firstly, I'm going to say apologize, but not apologize in the same sort of sentence. In the sense of, you know, I've not been around for the last few days. I've had time out with the kids because my youngest daughter is actually moving on to the secondary school. And, you know, we've put a lot of effort into the show and everything. 
And it's just made me realise, you know, you're always going to get somebody that wants to run you down for whatever. Right. I'm not being funny. It's gone way over my head. These last few weeks, a lot of things have showed me what's important, what's not important, who's important, who cares, who doesn't care. Um, but what I will say is the best things come to those who wait and Correct. the best serve cold. Well, I, I agree with what you're saying, but, you know, I, I love you very much as a friend and a coworker now, and I, I do get defensive, and I just had to read that. Yep, so. yep. And I wanted to read the one other clip. The thing is, though, you mean? Yeah. E- yeah. But even in our everyday life, even if I wasn't in the radio, there's always going to be people that don't agree with the things that I say. Of course, of the course. The things that I share on Facebook or whatever else. But <clears throat> I do want to say to people that stuff that we put on Facebook, whether it's on the Ask Sue show or wherever it is, I can't, obviously, on the Ask Sue show group, I can't 100% say that everything that's put in there is 100%, okay? Simply because anybody can post onto there. If there's anything that I see and I think, no, that's not right, I will take it down and I'll research it and then I'll put it back on. And it's the same with Patrick. If anybody puts something on about Patrick, about the, the way that things are going in the courtroom or whatever, and I've not heard it on a good you know, on a good message from somebody else or I can't have it confirmed, then it won't be left on there. I will take it down exactly. because at the end of the day, it's not it's not what we're all about. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, yeah. And obviously, yeah. you know, we've done the, the Hey Mr. Government shows. Not everybody agrees with stuff that we put on that either. But all I'll say to you is the ones that don't agree with what we're sharing as far as Hey Mr. Government globally and everything, don't come on the page and don't come slating us for what we're saying send me information and evidence to prove what we're saying is wrong. Yes, You can exactly. inbox me, just say, Sue, yep. I'm, I'm sorry, but I disagree with what you're saying. It's not true because, and send me links and evidence to prove differently. Exactly, exactly. if we're talking about Patrick, if at the end of the day there's a post that goes on there and you can prove different that it's not right, share it to me. Don't exactly. be saying that we, you know, we don't share the right things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Send it to me, and I will confirm to people that was wrong, and I'll put the right thing up. Yeah, you know, the thing is, what I mean is, yeah, I hear you. You know, I I disagree to agree with my mom. That's okay. But you don't have to slam people and get nasty. My mom and I agree to disagree all the time. That's okay. But, you know, if you're going to get nasty, but I wanted to read one more clip, Sue, and then I know you're going to, this is from the captain. The impact on animal cruelty awareness, you know, the, uh, the, the impact on animal cruelty awareness that Patrick has made is unbelievable in New Jersey, around the country, and around the world. Please remember... And this is the captain, not my opinion or yours. Please remember that the single most important decision in Patrick's case is his continued well-being and care. What happens in court to the human is is secondary. And I ask everyone on on our page and also my event page to be respectful of all posts following the court's decision, whenever that may be. Now, um, I do have the event going with you soon. Um, It's uh, it's over 2,000 people. I've never had that many people on an event page. And I did post this morning that I... Um, actually, the captain actually made a comment in the event page for the first time. He's in there. I don't know who else, you know, could be, you know, could be looking in. But one thing you know about my events, too, and many people do, I want someone like your daughter to be able to go in there. I have asked people yes. to please keep the language out. I don't want it. I had to delete a comment today. I didn't delete the person. But you know something? If you want to vent, start your own secret group, start a page. I will not have people cursing out Keisha and bad-mouthing it like this. It's just we, we need to use our energy for other things. You know, there's a lot of that. I know people are passionate. I know they care. 
You know, if you want to curse, PM someone, open a page. If you want to bash a certain person, do it. But I will not have the bashing in the event page. The event page is to bring people together to, you know, to keep, keep, keep accurate updates like you do on your pages, and that's it. That's all I want. So yeah. I just the, the the language is unacceptable. It's just not. It's just not. It's just a waste of energy as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, but exactly. the event has over 2,000 people, and uh, the sharing. We may get a call from my friend Janet. She was actually in the courthouse today. She might be calling in shortly. So, um, so with Excellent. no further ado, I turn it over to Miss Sue. <laughs> well, let me just go in on. Obviously, we want to talk a bit about Patrick. So, if anybody's got. Um, anything you want to bring up with regards to the case, if there's anything... Absolutely. You know, what do you guys out there think that Keisha should get? Now, before everybody starts slamming the chat room and slamming the court, you know, phone lines, you know, hearing that she needs to sit in the electric chair and all that, I, I'm not being funny, I ain't got time for silly rubbish. What do you think is a suitable time for what she did to Patrick? So I hate to interrupt you. Pebbles telling me she can't hear anything. Is it Blog Talk Radio again? Uh, it could be, but a lot of the times people just have to press the F5 button to refresh. Okay, I'll tell her. Okay. Um, let me just look in the chat. I haven't been in the chat. Um, I don't know if she's in the chat room yet. Let me tell her to press F5 to refresh while she's on her iPad. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sherry's in the chat room, Howard, and she's just said that she has to agree with you. She's had to delete friends due to her grandchildren viewing her page. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, but, you know, Howard, at the end of the day, and I'll be quite honest, everybody knows that when I get angry, I can have some foul, a foul mouth. Absolutely. Um, obviously not on the radio. It's very rare that anything comes out on the radio, but do you know what I mean? But the thing is, it doesn't get us anywhere. I'll, no, say, I'll say this to people, you know, how long do you, you know, what do you think that Keisha should get? Now, the thing that upsets me the most, and never mind how much time she should serve or what she should get or whatever else, what upsets me is the fact that she's, can actually, well, apparently she's moved since all this has gone on. Correct. She's moved and she can actually have a dog in a different state. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. if the courtroom says, well, you can't have dogs for another 10 years or whatever, right, she can actually go to a different state and have a dog. She can. That's why the captain said last last week we need a national registry. That's, you know, that's the yep. whole thing. But, yep. but you know, back you know back to Keisha, and, you know, this is, gonna, this is really going to sound wacko to a lot of people, but I was telling my mom last night, you know something? Patrick's probably a very forgiving guy. And I believe in my heart that Patrick wants us to help the other animals because there's one being starved right now. So yep. for me, for me personally, and I'm, I, you know, everyone's got to do what they got to do. I'm not going to, you know, do I want Keisha to be punished? Yes, but I have to put my energy towards, you know, saving the other animals. And so, you know, something, you know, everyone's got their own opinion. I respect it, but. For me, I'm just going to let the system play out. I want Patrick to be happy. I want other animals to be saved. And as we said, Sue, the law is going to be changed. And, and, you know, the biggest thing is, I think, Sue, is look how many, like the captain has said and you have said, how many advocates Patrick has brought on board, thousands yep. and thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands. It probably is. So, yep. you know, I've talked to people like myself who never thought they'd become an animal advocate. So, you know, good or bad, every like I've said, everything happens for a reason. But I, but I would like to hear you know, people want to call in and, and you know say what they think the punishment should be. Yeah, 
do you know what though, Howard? You know, you're just saying about um, Patrick would hold no grudges. Now, the, the funny part is, there's two sides of that. You know, me, my garden fence again. Yes, right? absolutely. Firstly, I would actually say to you that if, for instance, Keisha walked in a room with Patrick. Mm-hmm. I think that Patrick would still go up to her. He would still wag his tail at her and everything else. Because like yep. you've said so many times, if an owner, even to an abused dog, walks in a shelter, they still recognize them and still show them the sh- same love as they would any other time. Because dogs are so forgiving. Mm-hmm. They are. You know, at the end of the day, Patrick's got every reason to rip somebody's throat out for what he's had to go through, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's not like that. Now, right. the other side of that is when we actually went and rescued a Springer Spaniel who we had for about 16, 17 years. It was when we were kids. And we went and got him from um, a gamekeeper who decided that he didn't want this dog anymore. He, he couldn't shoot with him. He was scared of the gun and all this thing. When we got there, there was two children there that absolutely adored this dog called Tau, we named Togo. Anyway, when we got there, you know, this guy said, oh, he's a pain in the ass, he doesn't he doesn't want to help, you know, he's no good on the he's no good on the with the gun and all this. No, no, he can have him and everything. Anyway, the kids were crying and my my dad said to them, you know, Are you sure you want me to take him? And he said, Oh the kids will get over it. He said, Don't matter like So anyway, my dad looked at the kids and he went up to him and he said, Listen, he said, I'll come back. He said, I'll bring you in a month or so just to show you that he's okay and everything. So the kids mm-hmm. were really chuffed and we said bye to him and obviously I'd told him. We went back a week later. Now, very quickly, I need to tell you that when he got in the car, he jumped over the back seat, over the over the driver's seat, jumped straight into the footwell of the car, and went right underneath that you could hardly see him. And it was almost as if when people sat in the car, they kicked him so he moved right up out of the way so they could hardly notice him. <laughs> anyway, my dad said, there's no way we can have this. We're going to have to teach him to go in the boot of the car, which he did. So by the time a month had gone by and we went to see them, Dad had got, we'd actually got him, so he'd stay in the boot while we were driving along. And we'd then, well, we'd put, actually, we'd put a dog um, cage up, not a dog cage, you know, the, to stop them coming over the seats. Anyway, we went to see this um, gamekeeper, and he came, his kids were saw Togo, right? And, uh, oh, my goodness, Togo was wagging his tail like under a mile an hour to see them. As soon as that guy come to the car, Togo took one look at him and charged at the window with all his hair up, teeth snarling, the works, everything. Mm. Mm. Unbelievable. It was so funny. He was wagging his tail to them kids like there was no tomorrow. But as soon as he saw him, he just changed straight away. Unbelievable. But they are very forgiving. You know, I joke around. I was telling Leslie the other day, if I could just flip the switch... Make everyone in the world for one hour an animal, a dog or a cat or whatever. Don't you think it would be a kinder, gentler world? <laughs> and they you could know, be running I, the I've government. Got my friend, <laughs> I've got to mention my friend Jan, who I'm hoping one day can talk for her to listen to the show, okay? Now, she actually had my kids at her house. I think I've told this story before. Had my kids at her house. And we were talking about this, saying about, you know, how people need to treat them better and everything. So she got my kids sat on the sofa. And she patted them on the head and she tickled them on the chin, you know, fed them food and then took it away and all that. And she went, how would you like it to be a dog? Mm-hmm. And Janet, and she's 11 now, she even remembers that even now. Mm-hmm. And we said, you know, wouldn't it be brilliant if we could go into school doing exactly that? 
people, you know, kids would remember that, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. They would. But uh, yeah, pets, animals are very forgiving, and I, and I think if you know, and I, and I think we all have our moments, and we all get angry and crazy. But it would it would definitely be a kinder, gentler world. That's for sure. That is exactly. for sure. But exactly. as far as so we'll see, you know, as I said, three weeks and, uh, you know, we'll see. But as we said, he's he's happy today. Like Captain said last night, he was snoring and sleeping, having his treats. He didn't know what was going on. So. Um, oh, bless. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Make it making a difference. I mean, I'm speaking to you at the moment. And Miracle, you know, the spoiled one. She's lying on the sofa, literally wrapped up there, and Penny nervous on the other one, all in a ball, all fast asleep while I'm here talking to you. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so all happy. That's great. All yep. happy. Yep, for sure. Now, for sure. as you all know, I love to have my little rants. Um, I'm just having a bit of a problem with my internet at the minute. Oh, here we go. I will be having another sh- um, show in the very near future about the dogs that have been murdered by some of the police. And I've been, I've got to read this to you because I'm absolutely well, I'm going to say devastated, more to the fact that people um, are seeing this with the police and everything, and it's making such a big gap between the police and the people, and that's not good. It was a shocking story that's come out of Houston, Texas, where an off-duty police officer shot and killed a dog in front of a 12-year-old boy, its owner. Mm. Now, I don't know if you say this, but it's K-H-O-U. A local news station in Houston reports that both sides agree that the HPD officer, Mark Condon, shot the dog in the neck, killing it. However, the officer claims that the dog attacked him and his wife while they were walking in the neighborhood. Dalton Fitzhenry, the 12-year-old boy who accidentally let the dog out of the fenced area in the yard where he went to retrieve a ball, watched in horror as his pet was shot once in the neck, just feet away from him. The Fitzhenry family claiming that the dog just wanted to play and was not threatening in any way. The neighbours also say that their dog was that the dog was not a threat and has played well in the neighbourhood before. We cannot be sure what really happened, but it's a tragedy when a young boy watches his, watches as his pet gets murdered. Do you think the police officer's actions were justified? And you can actually leave a comment below. So I'll actually put that um, into the chat room for you guys to go and have a look at. Because I'm thinking that that's Jana's age, Howard. And I'm, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that if Miracle was shot, she would be devastated. Absolutely. I mean, ripped apart. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the police shooting here in uh, Hawthorne when they police shot the uh, dog um, that was in the car, there's huge, there was a huge protest over the weekend. And uh, I know my friend was down there, so this is far from over also. So, you know, we talked about yeah. we talked about the shootings with the captain last week. He was, you know, with the dogs. He was at the circus, and uh, Chayo went in the middle, and the captain clapped his hands. And I believe the captain said he's never used uh, he's never used a gun ever, and he's out there every day. So yeah, exactly. Uh, so a lot of it, as we said, is lack of training, awareness, and who knows and whatever else is going. Yes, from common sense. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's that's really what it comes down to is common sense. So, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what? obviously I don't want to put you well and truly on the spot, but obviously I'm in the UK and everybody's always saying I don't know everything, so I'm asking. What are the actual 
run-of-the-mill police like Howard? Because I'm not being funny. I mean, I've watched on YouTube these um, videos where, like, the, one, the police are called, say, to an instant. And I'm not being funny. Watching on the YouTube videos, they look like army ants. Well, they come from everywhere. And I'm thinking the they called because of one little thing, and there's yeah. 20 police there. Yeah, that's and the whole just thing. Seem like it, it just goes mental. It just goes too overpowering. Is that yeah. just these particular videos, or is there a lot of that anyway? I know. You know, most of the police I talk to, they come into the mall. You know, they cruise through the mall. They're on patrol. They're very nice to me. They're very friendly. But that's, you know, I've only seen a handful. The ones I have met are very nice. I've talked to them about the dog shootings, a lot of them, and a lot of them are very sensitive to it. So, uh you know what it is? You get some, unfortunately, there's rotten apples and everything, Sue, and that's, but, you know, unfortunately, when you're, when you're a law enforcement officer and you're out in the public and you're out in the spotlight, you have to take a different kind of responsibility. And whether yeah. it's lack of training, not caring, uh, vindictiveness, that, you know, that I can't answer. We've got we to gotta, gotta, gotta get our friend Kristen back on the show again because she's so in tune to this. But, you know, most of, the office I have, most of the offices I have met in L.A. are very friendly, but it's under, you know, it's under a different circumstance. But, you know, like we always say, you look at the three offices with Philly, you know, and yeah. uh, so I don't know. There's exceptions to every rule, but there's definitely a major issue with these shootings because it seems to be getting worse. But, Sue, let me ask you, you think also obviously it's being publicized more because of the social networking, the 24-7 yeah. news, that, that's for sure. You know, this yeah. has probably been going on forever, for sure. Yeah, and but do you know what the thing is? You know, it makes me wonder, was it actually worse before Howard until it got exposed? Because now it can get out there so much. Do Are the police actually think themselves, no, we can't do it as much because it's yeah, been shown? Well, or well look, we're just... Ta- has you know, it always been just, like this, I wonder? I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I mean, you, you know, you hear about it, they... You know, the cops see the news. They read the news. They see that fellow officers, you know, are, you know, are shooting, uh, are shooting dogs. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's really, it's, it's definitely a tough one. But like you've said, Sue, there are a lot of good police officers out there. We don't want to put the police officers down because a lot of them do a lot of good, also. So, you know, you know, I think with anything, when you get when you get rotten apples, you know, it's it it, it makes the good it makes the good guys or women look bad. That's what I'm saying. You know, but it's definitely an issue that has to be dealt with because it is getting worse. And uh, you know, what did these dogs do? These little, you know, this dog in Harthon and you know, all over. So I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think there's any easy answers. We just got to be keep talking about it, getting the word out, and making them more accountable. I think that's the word. Well, you know, account- I've just accountability. Been sent, sent, yeah. Do you know? I've just been sent something. Um, her name's Music in the chat room, and I've forgotten who it is. Who's actually? I'll find out who it is in a minute. But she's just mm. sent me this link, and you know, I—they've <laughs> obviously know that I'm going to do a rant about this, and this is why it's been shared. And I thank you for sharing mm. this. And this just disgusts me, honestly. This is where I really could blow a gasket. To be fair, there was. It says Staffordshire Bull Terrier and Dog Walker pictures covered in blood after animal ripped um, ripped head of family's pet dog in horrific attack. The woman seen pulling off Staffordshire Bull Terrier and fleeing down the street. Victims owner Gemma Antel, 30, said attacking Warrington was horrific. 
This is in the UK, which isn't too far away from me. Mm-hmm. So the pom- Pomeranian dog was attacked in mother-in-law's front garden. Cheshire police say officers have seized dog after a horrendous attack. The dog mistress alleged to have said, and I want to say this twice so you all hear what she said, it's not his fault, he's only a baby. Mm-hmm. Let me just repeat this. Dog mistress alleged to have said, it's not his fault, he's only a baby. Do you know, as much as I want to rip her head off, she's absolutely right. Yep. She's absolutely right. It's not his fault, he's only a baby. Yes, right. but would you leave a baby alone long enough to do such a thing, really? You <laughs> mental cow. <laughs> do you mean, and do you know what? And what gets me, Howard? And I'm going to read the rest of the story in a minute. What gets me is, that woman, yeah, okay, she'll probably go to court, whatever. Big woofy hoo-ha, because she w- probably will get next to nothing. Mm. What happens to the dog? Exactly. It will yep. get put down straight away and won't even be thought of. I'm probably sure, as I read down to this, it's going to be said that the dog's already been put down. But let's just read a little bit further. A woman was photographed dragging, mm-hmm, because obviously she was, wasn't under control, her, away her blood splattered. Uh, Staffordshire Bull Terrier just moments after it beheaded a tiny family pet in a horrific attack. The woman whose arms were also smeared with blood pulled off her animal and fled down the street in Warrington, Cheshire after it ripped off the head of a Pomeranian dog. As the Pomeranian's owner, Gemma Antel 30, looked in horror, the Bull Terrier's mistress was alleged to have defiantly said, it's not his fault, he's only a baby before strolling off with friends. So she didn't even wait. But the picture of the woman showing blood over her left arm and on the dog's paws was taken by a passerby and handed to mother of three, Miss Antel, who posted it on Twitter and Facebook. Cheshire Police today confirmed the bull terry had been traced and confiscated and said that inquiries were underway into whether the animal falls into the category of a banned breed. I'm not, I'll, I'll have a rant about this in just a second. The incident happened at 4.30 on Saturday, happened after Miss Antel had taken her dog Elvis to her mother-in-law's home. She claimed a larger dog got into the front garden and attacked Elvis. Two young children were said to be present at the time. In a message on Facebook, which was posted before the bull terrier was found, Miss Antel said, Fright local people, I need your help. Our little dog, Elvis, was brutally killed by another dog. The dog literally ripped his head off. It ripped Elvis in half. It's my son's birthday, and my kids are in tears, and my whole family are traumatized. I've had to leave the family party and take our dead family pet to the vets in a bag to be cremated. It was beyond horrific. The worst part of of this is the dog's owners witnessed the attack and just walked off. She said it's not his fault. He's only a baby. She's worse than the dog because the dog doesn't know any better. It, well, the thing is, the dog doesn't know any better because it had an idiot of an owner who didn't train it properly. Anyway, it was on the lead the whole time. It dragged her in the garden. She couldn't control it. Elvis was attacked in his own garden and, and is the size of a, of a rat. Oh, my Ch- God. Chief Inspector Darren Hebden of Cheshire Police said extra patrols will be in the area to talk to concerned residents and address any issues. He added, this was a horrendous attack. I was clearly very distressing for the owners to witness. I'm aware of pictures that have been circulated on social media, which will undoubtedly cause concern for the community. But I can assure 
people that we have now seized the offending dog, so there is no risk to the general public. We will be speaking to the owners in due course, and we'll do all we can to deal with the incident appropriately within the guidelines of the law. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I will just send my sincere sympathy to that poor dog and the rest of us advocates who are fighting to protect the voice for the voiceless. Where was the voice for that poor dog at the end of the day that was unfortunate to meet such an idiot of an owner? Exactly. This is, again, where I will say this is where OSL needs to come in and we need to make the owners um, be accountable for what happened, not the dog. Exactly. The owners have to take... So, for you Americans, don't worry. It's not just happened with you. It's just as stupid in the UK as well. Yep. I did want to talk about, I haven't, you know, with the Patrick thing, but I am still doing my uh, pets with the homeless, and I found a nice guy. It's the third time I've seen him. His name is Leonard, and I went by on Sunday. I dropped some water off from the dogs went crazy. So, oh, my God. I gave them all treats. I didn't know what to do. (laughs) They were all going crazy, and... uh, he had a bowl for the dogs, and he said, why don't you pour him the water? So I poured him the water, and Leonard and I had a nice talk. He was He's a Vietnam vet. He was in the Army, and he just um, came back. He was having nightmares, and he just, uh, he just you know, he's just, um, he's very well-dressed. He has a watch on, nice shoes. He gets, you know, checked from the government every month, but he just can't be in the, you know, in an apartment. And I'm going to go by and see him again, but we had a nice chat, and he, Tell me how he looks forward to our talks, and that just makes it so worthwhile. You know, to know that you made someone's day. You know, people go by him. He told me they look at him strangely, and they're afraid, and he's the nicest guy you could meet. So as I tell yeah. people, just remember, we're all one or two or three paychecks away from being homeless. And uh, I know if I was or you were, Sue, and I, and I know if someone came by and talked to you and gave you water, you'd be very appreciative. So um, I'm, I'm challenging everyone out there, a couple of bottles of water or Blankets. A friend of mine gave me some blankets, and I'm going to drop it off to him next week. It's very hot here again, and the pavement's, you know, extremely hot. And, uh, you know, when I asked him what he would like, he told me he'd like some new socks, so I'm going to get him some socks. So just a very – it's just a win-win, you know. It's just, um, you know, it makes you feel good, and you know you're doing a good thing. And that's and that's yeah. really what it's all about. You know, just extend exactly. yourself out a little. Yep. So it's all yep, good. Yep, exactly. You know – it's just making that small bit of a difference to people, you know what I mean? I was, I've been talking to quite a few people in the last few days, and I was talking to one lady who was saying you know, that she fell in her kitchen, Howard, and she was on the kitchen floor for 13 hours. Oh, my God. Wow. And, and I said to her, you know, have you got no help? Have you got no support? No, she's got no family. And, everything. and what I'm thinking about doing is maybe thinking it's time I set up some sort of care thing because... There is loads of people that cannot afford to get carers in. Now, there is people that have got money but don't know where they can go to get somebody. And all they want is just somebody to pop in, make a cup of tea, check on them, make sure they're okay, mm-hmm. even if it's twice a day or something. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Oh, it, it, it can make such a difference. Absolutely. Sure can, so. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so I'm just having a look at different... I've got a few friend requests, which I'm just answering to as well. Um, I'm just seeing that somebody's um, trying to start up an event where we can get, um, they've got where they can get their babies um, all spayed and neutered, and they're looking for a name for it. So maybe I'll just give them a little mention and and say to them that we've already set one up, and that was because it was the logo of an ace of spades. 
Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be ace to get all your cats spayed and neutered and your dogs and everything. And we need to be making that difference too. Absolutely, for sure. Um, Howard, do do the homeless get all of their dogs spayed and neutered, or are they a bit like some of the ones that are saying that they don't want them done for whatever reason? Well, some I think I think I think some of them do. I know there's nice people that. I, you know, there's, there's, there are people that I know. My friend uh, Stacy, who I met through the homeless, she will actually take the dogs or help them. They're all mobile clinics that come around. So, you know, I can't. I have to look into that accurately. How many, how many actually do do it? I think if they had the choice and the money, they probably would. Um, I do yeah. know that they take they take very care of their they take <laughs> better care of their dogs than some people I know, mentioning no names. So yeah. they take a lot. They take a lot of pride in their animals. So. Um, but as far as that, I know, um, you know, where I, I know where I take Rosie. She's due for her rabies shot now. If I take it to the vet, they charge you for a little office visit. They charge you for the shot. By the time you're out of there, it's about fifty dollars. I go to this place yeah. down the block, and they and they vaccinate it for nine dollars. So hey, you know, and, and and there's a lot of people there. You know, this guy's a veterinarian. Yeah. He just he just you know one day a week he's at a different place. So yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I have to I have to find out about that. How many of them actually do? How many yeah. of them actually do? Yeah. Oh, and, and um, so I also you... want. Hmm? Sorry, go on, Harris. I also, before I forget, I do want to say we said it last week that um, thanks to Liz and many other people's Nitro's Law did go through in Ohio after a five-year battle. So that's a pretty amazing victory. Fantastic news! Fantastic yes. news! Yes, isn't it? that is good news. Definitely. That is good news. That is good news. That's a that's a big thing because Liz didn't even know if it was going to go through. It was pretty it was pretty close there, but they did squeak it in under the budget bill. But you know something? I don't care how they fit it in. If it's passed and it's going to deter people from abusing their animals, it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Um, want to again, Howard, remind people that um, dogs in cars. Yes. I've got to say, right, that we have had a bit – I know it's amazing. I'm going to touch wood so it doesn't go straight away. But I have actually got sunburn. I mean, I know this is hard to believe, everybody. I'm in the U.K., and I have got sunburn, yep. At a party at the weekend, a bit of a family get-together and some fa- pictures on Facebook. It was just brilliant, lovely time. But, you know, people need to remember, and obviously you guys in America have got m- much more heat than we have, um, but we have had high for us, shall we say, in, as far as the heat. Um, and people are still leaving their dogs in the car. And, and obviously there is a video circulating, which I'll find in a minute, or if somebody wants to put in the chat room, of a vet who literally sat in the car for half an hour to prove to people how hot it actually gets. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It gets a lot hotter in a car. I think they say you can add 20 or 30 degrees. Exactly. And And how many people have got in the car and you touch the steering wheel, and it's too hot to drive because it's so hot yet. Now, yeah, it's blazing, blazing, blazing. Yes, do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Now, I'm just reading uh, this. Actually, this has been shared, but this is dated 22nd of August 2012. But I want to just share this, guys, this with you. It's obviously circulated again. But it was where a man was arrested after three dogs were found in a hot car in the U.K., and there were three Labradors, Howard, and all of them died. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And this was in Staffordshire, um, at, uh, in Pembrokeshire. And, you know, and how many times do people... And, you know, if it's a 50-year-old man. So, you know, nobody can say, oh, it was a young person, they haven't got a clue or whatever. 
No, this was, you know, all people should know, would you like to sit in the car with your windows up for half an hour, an hour or whatever, with no air coming through at all? No drinking water, no nothing. You've just got to sit there. How many would want to do it? Yeah, I don't think too many. I don't think too many. Exactly. Now, one thing I did want to reiterate, we had the captain on last week, and we, he talk, we talked about this, and he said unless you see the dog, like, passed out or extremely panting, if you go ahead and break the windows and the dog gets out, God forbid, and runs across, you know, you're going to be responsible. So you really yep. got the first thing you do is call the police, call the control officers, and, you know, after the show I thought about that. The captain's right. You know, you, you know, then you could be responsible. So you got to use your common sense. Um, hopefully, you know, they when you call the police, they'll respond. I know here they will come out fairly quickly. They're pretty in tune to it. But uh, yeah, God forbid you smash the window and that dog gets out and runs across the street and get killed. You're going to be you're going to be held responsible. So it's, yeah. it's a very the other thing very, I'll um, say to that to sort of back up the captain what he's saying. Yeah. I ask people even if you're in a rush and you've got to get home for whatever, please wait for the police to come. Because, for goodness sake, if, if they don't come or nobody else takes notice of stuff, we could end up with the issue that they, these dogs will be dead in the car. So please wait, even if you wait just five or ten minutes until they come, and if they don't come, recall. Do not exactly. think and think, well, I've done my bit and walk off, because you do not know that they definitely come. Maybe an emergency comes, something happens, they forget, or I don't know, whatever. But, you know... Please don't just leave it. Exactly, exactly. You know, hang out and I, I've never, I've only seen it once, and I did call. This was about eight or nine years ago, and and they did respond within five minutes. And the owner came out, and they, you know, they, I didn't think, I didn't think. I said, I said, I said to the, well, how could you not think it was hot? I said it's a hundred degrees out. I said, and, and and not even the window was rolled down. So, yep. you know, there you know, isn't at least, an excuse really is there to be found. There's no excuse. You know, I mean, if you're gonna, if it's, a, you know, if it's an emergency, emergency, leave the window down and leave a bowl of water in the car if you have to. But there shouldn't be any reason even to have to. You know, you should leave yeah. your dog at home. Leave the dog at home or yeah. take it with you. But if you, if yeah. you know, and there's people that are gonna do it, so if you're gonna do it, at least leave a bowl of water in the car and have the windows rolled down somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not the saying other thing, I approve, is, I'm not I saying I approve of that. Huh? Yep. The other thing that you can do, worst case scenario, and this, let's just realize that there is a security measure in this, you would need to padlock a dog cage into the car, yes. and you'd have to have it so it fitted the whole of your boot, but you'd also padlock the dog into the cage, but then you would be able to leave your boot open. Hmm, okay, that's, yeah, okay. And yeah, another that thing is, Howard, maybe this is something, I'm going to give a copyright idea to somebody again, but... Yeah. I wonder if you could actually make a back door in a car that could be fitted, that could be locked, so that you could leave the boot open, but a cage door, if you like, was actually closed and locked. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So when you yeah. open the boot, there was a sealed, enclosed cage. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Someone's going to steal your mm-hmm. idea now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the thing is, though, I'm I'm realistic in the fact that I understand that some people, for whatever reason, let's just say you are traveling down to wherever. Let's just say you're traveling on your own with your dog, and you're going from one state to another, and it takes, say, six hours. Okay? You've got to stop off somewhere on the way for whatever reason, 
but you're taking your dog because you're going away on holiday, okay? But you've got to say, go to the toilet and you've got to get a bite to eat. How can you do that because you can't take the dog in? Hmm. Interesting point. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, that's not somebody being cruel. That's yeah. being realistic that you can't, you know, you can't leave the moment because, they, they, you know, some people haven't got anybody to look after their dogs or whatever. A lot of us don't want to put our dogs into a, a kennels or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes we need to take them. There is no choice. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. You're absolutely right. So, and so maybe I did we want to be th- sharing good um, kennels as well, people that recommend kennels and stuff. Yes, and I did want to say a special shout-out to our dear friend Kathy, if she's listening. Oh, I don't think she's in the chat room so far. I know she was busy today. Okay. No, I can't see in the cha- in the chat room either. Yeah, okay, she's busy let then. Me just, right. uh, uh, let me just have a look. Um, maybe she's down at the, maybe she's down at the beach. <laughs> yeah, I can't bother. <laughs> yeah. Um, just gonna say, yeah, I'm just reading. Sherry's put into the chat room. South Florida is brutal with heat, and people still leave their kids in the car. Hmm. Sherry said the other day she um, had, had her car and she had a lighter actually blow up in the car. Wow. Blew up in the car? Yep. Hmm. She left the lighter in the car and the actual lighter blew up in the car. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That That is absolutely crazy. Yep. Yep. This is the thing, you know, if it's doing that to a lighter, though, Howard, what else is it doing to other things in there? Exactly. Uh, Sue, this has nothing to do with dogs, but this is very disturbing. There was a, um, I think it was last week, there was a train crash in Quebec, Canada. Authorities have found evidence that a train that crashed in Quebec, killing at least 15, was tampered with. The brakes were tampered with. Oh, really? Is, that, Have you got a link for that, Howard? Uh, it's on CNN. It's on CNN. Let me see if I can send it. I can share it on Facebook. So, tam- breaks are tampered with. That's that's pretty much terrorism. Let me see if I can put the link yeah. on. Nothing to do with dogs, but I just came across this. So, oh, you know, there was that also. There was also that plane as well, wasn't there? Did you see about that plane? The plane is um, the plane is pilot error, because uh, a friend of mine is actually a pilot, a good dear friend of mine. He worked for 30 years, I guess. The, they're saying now that the pilot and the pi, the plane came from Korea. It's not an American pilot, I guess. From what I'm under, understanding, I'm 90%, 98% sure he did not have the proper training on that plane. Hmm. So. Can I just say, though, that's quite funny that they're blaming the pilot, but who let him on the plane? Correct. Correct. Yep. So, unbelievable. There you go. Lack of experience and... If I mean, if he didn't have enough hours or wasn't trained, why was he allowed to fly the plane? Yep. So it comes down, you know, Sue, like we talk about owner responsibilities, these companies have to take responsibilities also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. What's this? Um, And then... um, I'm just... I'm just reading something here. Oh, hold on a minute. Let me just uh, move this. My, somebody's just saying that they had a friend when that when his dad was in hospital three months, he had to either leave his learning disabled brother at the car with them or so they could be cool. 
or leave them at the hotel across the road with them because there was nowhere else and they weren't allowed in the hospital. So he's having to split between his dad in the hospital hmm. and his brother with the dog. So he's having to juggle the two. And this is the thing, it's difficult times, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, let, let's just say to everybody, you know, we've got quite a few people on the Ask Sue Show group now. If you've got an issue where you've got a, a situation come up in your family and you've got to leave your dogs, please, please get in touch with us because maybe we can find somebody in your area who could actually have your dogs for a couple of days to get you out of that situation. Do you know what I mean? And the other thing I need to say to people is, please, when you're leaving your dogs with somebody else, whether it's a kennels or wherever, maybe it's a good friend or whatever it is, I have seen situations arise where somebody has fostered the dog for a temporary time or has looked after an animal for a certain time, and then when they've gone to have the dog back, they turn around and said, no, they can't get rid of it because they've fallen in love with it. Now, let me just say to people, you need to sign contracts. You need to do something official. If this is your loved one or if it was a baby or whatever, you would do something to protect yourself. Do not just leave the dog there and not do anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then and um, a few times, Howard, do you know what I mean? Where people yeah. have, like, you know, maybe lost their job or whatever, and they've ended up losing their dog as well, you know? Exactly. And then I did want to bring up, Sue, which uh, this Thursday, the 11th, is the year anniversary for Linux. Yes, it is indeed. And it's, it and is it's, indeed. And, and we have and, got a show as well, Howard, for that. And it's hard And it's hard to believe it's a year already. Yeah. And, uh, so much I, has changed, hasn't it, Howard? You know, so much has been exposed and everything since that year, hasn't it? Yeah, really I wonder, I, I really wonder if we'll ever know the truth about what happened to Lennox. Someone knows. Several people know. You know, several people have you know to know what? what happened. I would still love to speak to that dog warden. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. If anybody does actually know a contact email or anything to be able to speak to her, please get in touch with me because I would love... My thing is, I actually think she had fallen in love with Lennox, but let's face it, she, at, at the end of the day, um, had a job to do and had got a lot to lose by not standing up for him, by standing up for him. Yeah, yeah. And as, and as far as I know, and I'm not in their shoes, as far as I know, the Barnes have not come out and made any kind of comments or statements or anything. But as I said, I'm, I didn't go through what they went through, and I don't know how I'd be. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, hopefully, ho- hopefully the truth will come out someday. Hopefully it will. But yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's more to it that's being said. That's that's just my opinion only. Exactly. Yeah. So Thursday show will be um, remembering Lennox. Uh, we'll have people calling in. If anybody wants to ring in and just uh, you know send their wishes and their thoughts of the year and, uh, you know, what else they'd like to see achieve in memories of, of Lennox, you know. Um, you know, everybody can call in. If anybody would like to call in and have a word, because obviously tonight we are talking about the Patrick situation, um, you know, if you think that you've got an ideal way that we could deal with people like Keisha, what sentences do you think that they should achieve in the courts? What is it that would, we are missing as far as the courts as do they need a bigger sentence so it will actually prevent this from happening again? Or do you think at the moment they're just too lenient and that's why it's all happening? Uh, give us a call on 347-327-9694. That's 
327-9694. Or you can go to asksueshow at gmail.com. Have a look on there as well. And uh, give us an email and tell us what you think. Have you heard from Heather at all as far as updates on Kane and Thunder? And she posted some pictures. They look so happy, those three guys. I, I haven't, actually, recently. Um, I'll see if he's online and uh, see what, what the score is. Yeah, there definitely was um, uh, there definitely was some uh, uh, some pictures posted during the week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? It's good when we see different things, but trouble is that people don't, still don't realise, you know, all this stuff is going on, and we still need to keep exposing these things. Absolutely, absolutely. We sure do. And, and, and trouble is, and they've got the mindset of it'll never happen to me. Well. <laughs> Could happen to anyone, any time, any day. So if people yes, think that exactly. they're, you know, and and you know, every time it happens to someone, they're shocked and they don't think it would happen to them. So yep. it, it, you know, we, you know, as I say with the homeless people, Sue, it could happen to anyone. And if people think not, then you know, yep. anything could happen on any day to any person, and that's just, you know, and that's just the way it is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, if anybody wants to email the show um, with any suggestions of shows or anything you want to put forward, you can by all means give me an email at sueshow at gmail dot com, or you can call in the show tonight, and that's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. So give us a call in. Uh, it's all very quiet, Howard, on the old phone lines tonight. Yeah, it's very quiet. Well, you know, middle of summertime, it's peak of summer, and uh, people are probably out and about. I'm sure everyone's it was, out It's about. nice to have the summer here, too, I can tell you. I know. It's very. It's, gonna, it's <laughs> over 100 here today in Los Angeles. It's about 105 here today in Los Angeles. So me and Rosie are just comfortable in the air conditioning. She's snoring right now, actually. She gets better sleep than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my mom the other day, if I could sleep half the amount of time Rosie does, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd definitely be refreshed. <laughs> yes, they definitely get a better night's sleep than we do, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Bless. So, um, you know, it's all quiet. Let me have a look what's going on about chat rooms. Um, yeah, Sherry, I don't know about um, Jess. What's happened with Jess? Have you heard anything from Penny about Jess? No, I haven't, actually. Right? I know I know Penny wasn't feeling too good. Um, I haven't heard anything, though, oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Penny's just popped up on the chat room saying okay. hello. So maybe she can... Uh, Give us a call in and give us an update. So, Sue, anyway, back to Keisha. You know, my main concern is going to be that if, you know, if indeed she is found innocent, I just hope that people are civil and behave themselves because it would just be stooping to a level that would not be acceptable, To, in my opinion. It's not going to accomplish anything. Exactly. You know, just, exactly. You know it's, just, it's, it's just not going to do anything. I mean, I would be... I'd be upset too, but I'm certainly not going to go out there and you know do anything you know rash or crazy. So I, I just hope that people are calm. And you know the most important thing is Sue that going forward now, and that's a big step that the law has changed. And like you say, hopefully it will deter people. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping it. I'm just hoping that the person will think twice about it. And the other thing, Howard, is that you know people, you've got three weeks. Unfortunately, I can't get there, but you've got three weeks to book a date. Um, off work, have a holiday day, and please try to get up to the courtroom. We need the courts to see that, you know, we are a voice for the voiceless, and this cannot just be swept under the carpet. 
No, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be. No, Hopefully sir. not. I mean, I, I, yeah. I do think, I, I do think, and I'm not saying, I, of course, we want people to go, but I think after two and a half years, Judge Cassini does know the the uh, the feelings about Patrick. I mean, he, he, he mm. it's impossible that he doesn't. That can't come. Well, now yeah. it's a jury trial, so it really doesn't matter. It's going to be out of his hands. And, uh, yeah. you know, as I said, I, I've been on three criminal cases, and, you know, people have made remarks, well, I hope it's all animal lovers. And, you know, it's not, I mean, you could have people who, don't like animals who do like animals it's it's about following the law and if Keisha is guilty then she's going to be found guilty so you know you got to lay mm-hmm. you know let the cards how do they say let the cards roll as they may and uh, and we will see what happens if, if, if it's a fair jury prosecution presents their case she'll be found guilty that's all but the thing is though Howard you would have to have no heart at all never mind being animal advocate if you looked at them pictures and weren't horrified. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was on a, I'll give you an, yeah, I agree with you. I was on a, um, I was on an armed robbery case in California here, and we have a, a law called third strike. And if it's third strike, you, you go to prison for life. And, you know, I can discuss it now as many years. I was the jury foreman, actually. It was an armed robbery case, and um, we were back, we were there for a couple of days convening. We had eyewitnesses, and, uh, we had one one lady on the jury. She was more mature, and she was like, well, you know, he's someone's kid, and how can we send him to jail for, you know, the rest of his life? And we all told her it's, it's you know, it's not a matter of feeling sorry. This guy committed a crime, and he's got to pay the price. You can't, you know, you can't let your emotions get into it. So, yeah, when they see the pictures and hear the facts, then they will make their decision. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it will be the I certainly could not be on the case. I I certainly could not be. I, I could not be partial because I've become too emotionally involved. You yeah. know, and, and yeah. there are and trust me, there are people out there that have not heard about it. So yeah. you know thing is Howard, I wonder if it's better to be an animal advocate and be in the jury or not be an animal advocate. Well, you know, in the something sense of, it, maybe it, you know, if they're an animal advocate, they will have seen these pictures and it won't be so heart wrenching than a person who isn't an animal advocate who looks at them pictures and are horrified. Yeah. Well, I, I as I said, and you know, I hear what you're saying. I still think it'll just come down to the law and how the prosecutions presents their case. I mean, I have my own opinions. I'm not going to voice it on the air, but um, I, I just think if the case is laid out properly with the pictures as evidence, and who knows what other evidence they have, I think it it should. I, I think I think we should be pleased by the outcome. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But as a jury, you do yeah, have right. a responsibility, you know, and it's hard, you know, it's hard not to take your own personal feelings into account. It's it's just not easy. You know, I was on a case, and sometimes the prosecution, uh, one case I was on, got something in. The prosecution slipped it in, and the judge said to us, "Well, you can't take that into consideration. It's impossible. Once you hear yep. something, it, it's impossible. I mean, you're human." It's impossible yep. to take it out of your mind. So exactly. It, yeah. So it will. It, it will definitely be interesting to say the least. Yeah. I think the other thing is, let's face it. Um, I can honestly say, as animal advocates, if it's not up to what we think, I'm sure we'll all have voices then to um, say to uh, to them that this just not isn't acceptable. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. But I'm hoping. My thing is, I was. I'm actually hoping that they will show people. It's not acceptable, and if you do this, you're going to have to reap what you sow. 
that's that that's 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 the head on the nail. So what you just said, they have the jury has to send a message. Whether she gets a month in jail, two months in jail, six months in jail, whatever it is, they have to send a message that this is not acceptable behavior. Yeah. So definitely. You know, hopefully they'll get a responsible jury, and uh, and we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully this time there won't be any more delays. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but how long has it actually gone on for that? I mean, good grief, I've never known anything well, go on for so long. March, April, well, March, March to April, April to May, May to June. So by the, try and the time the trial actually starts in three weeks, you're looking at close to two and a half years. Close That's to two and a half years. isn't it? It is. It's a lot of money being spent, and... Um, so, you know, I'm sure there's uh, there's politics involved, and, you know, as we say, but as we have said, Sue, Sue uh, as we have said, the, you know, Cap, uh, Patrick's living a good life, and he's doing okay. Like the captain said last night, he was snoring, had his treats before he went to bed under his little comfy bed, and uh, he doesn't know the difference. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, exactly. that, that is, you know, that is crazy when you think about it, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to know how much That's money good. the state... I would like to know how much money the state of New Jersey has spent on this. Yeah, well, do you know what? I was just about to say exactly the same thing because I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, oh, my goodness. I wonder if that you can actually get that via the Public Information Act. We'll have to talk to our friend Hillary. Maybe she can investigate this for us. Yeah. I would be very interested in that. Yes, it would be to see how, much, how, how many thousands and thousands of dollars have been spent on this. The court exactly. hearings and, you know, bringing, you know, all the officers that have to be present when it happens. So I'm, I'm sure, put it this way, Sue, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they could have built a couple of shelters by now. Yes, definitely, so definitely. Well, Howard, we'll go just for a little break. We'll have a little okay. bit of a sing song. Sounds and, good. Uh, then we've got another caller will be waiting, and uh, we'll bring them on. So okay. we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Anybody wants to give us a call, 347 327 
the Ask Sue show. A very warm welcome to all of you. Um, just to say that that song is in memory of our good friend Terry, who used to be on uh, the Hey Mr. Government Globally page. Um, he was an admin. Unfortunately, we lost him a while ago. And every time I listen to that song, it's just got such good vibes. And, uh, you know, and uh, he's very, very much missed. So um, a big... Uh, Big thoughts for Terry, and uh, hopefully he's um, happy on the other side and watching us idiots slogging our guts out trying to prove what's really going on. So um, thinking of Terry. Uh, let's go back. Um, hi, Howard. Welcome back to the show. Well, I do have an accurate update. Um, I missed it on my own event page. Uh, according to Janet, who was at the courthouse, it is the prosecution that has new evidence to share with the defense, and they will have to pick a jury. So that is good news. Excellent, excellent. As I said, I'm intrigued. People, I'm intrigued of what that evidence is. Yes, it'll be very <laughs> intriguing. But as I said to people, and you have to be fair in any whether yeah. it's the defense or the uh, defense or prosecution that has new evidence, either side is entitled to review the evidence and go over it and have time. And that's the way the Constitution's written. And and I and I actually one of the few things that I do agree with. In this country, if there is new evidence, both sides should have the time to go over it and prepare for it. Yeah. Because certainly, if I was being accused of a crime, let's say, and I wasn't guilty, and you know my defense needed more time, I would certainly, you know, want them to have the time, or, or vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Howard, we've got, and I think I'm right in saying, I think it's Penny. Okay. Hi, Penny. How are you doing? Hi Sue. Hi Howard. Um, I was I'm without a computer today. I'm trying to do this on on my phone, and so you saw me pop in, and I was trying to answer Sherry. Uh, still no update on um, Jesse. Um, she does, however, have somewhere that they're letting her stay with her two service dogs temporarily, um, yeah. but we don't know anything about her cats or anything else at that point in time. Um, and you know, like Howard said, I'm I'm battling something. I don't know what it is. I think my grandbaby shared a, something with me. Right. So, uh, oh, I thought I'd just check in with you all real quick. And, you know, I was trying to sit here and listen to it via my phone, but I, I haven't figured out this phone thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, not the Internet capabilities, but uh, I, I'm, I'm hitting the wrong buttons or something. I don't know. That or I just, uh, I'm not all here right now. I'm still not feeling too gr- great. No, you don't sound 100%, to be fair. But you know, there seems to be that a lot of people have got a lot of things at the minute. There seems to be a lot of illnesses about. Mm-hmm. Weird, I, I was it? mentioning something like that to Kat the other day because I had briefly got to talk to her, and I said, you know, it seems like we're all kind of getting hit right at once here. And it's like, I just wish it would all go away. Tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of being sick. Yeah, it does get old. <laughs> And speaking of being sick, Howard, have you heard anything about how, you know, what's going on with you? Or Yeah, I spoke to the doctor yesterday. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I won't discuss it on the air, but I do have to, okay. take, I do have to take some more tests. They're looking for something. So uh, hmm. just put the prayers out there for me. That's all I ask. But uh, too much work to be done. I don't have time to be sick right now. Too much work <laughs> to be done. You sound like me. Uh, I, I just inherited uh, two two babies. Uh uh, somebody was like, well, I'm getting ready to uh, move, I'm pregnant, and I'm going to take my two puppies to the pound. So it's yeah. like, you know, you know where they ended up. 
you know. Yeah. Sooner, <laughs> Penny, sooner or later, I got to. I have those green pom poms ready to go for when I meet Patrick. So I got to be in good shape. I got to do my little cheerleading thing when I see him. Probably scare the and, heck out of him. He feels and no fainting. Remember I, that. Well, my mom has a bet. She said I'll probably just I'll probably lose it and just ball my eyes out hugging him. <laughs> so that oh, will, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, that will be a moment. But uh, but Penny, you did hear that the, it's delayed three weeks. The prosecution has new evidence, so it will mm. be it will now be a jury trial, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. But meanwhile, as the captain said, Patrick was snoring and having a good old comfortable sleep last night. So uh, yeah, at least he's nice and comfy. No, no, he's uh, he's he's being very he's being taken care of very well by the Scavellis. So he couldn't have he couldn't have better foster parents. That's for sure. That's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, I'm just being shared a link. I do apologise. You know when you just look at the link and you just think, oh no, and and I'm just like, it's almost the point. I don't want to even read it because it's just too much but you know sorry penny just interrupting but tiny shelter puppy possibly a victim of sexual assault oh yeah i think i read that the other day i think i read that the other day oh my god this poor little thing is i'm going to read it i don't care what anybody says a seven pound six month old female puppy that was rescued from the san bernardino City Animal Shelter was found to be the victim of the sexual assault, according to the vet who performed her spay surgery. This is her story. And it says, a puppy who has since been given the beautiful name of Francesca Valentina was first posted on Facebook on June the 15th. She had very little shares, hence very little exposure. The reality is that thousands of dogs are networked by email and various social media every single day. Unfortunately, it is inevitable that many are overlooked due to the sheer number of animals sitting in animal shelters across this country. Francesca was one of them. With a due outdate of June 22nd, time was fast becoming the essence. By the time Francesca's due out-of-date had arrived, the one person who had called the shelter, leaving his or her name as an interested party to adopt her, failed to show up. Lisa Corona could not stand the thought of the very young puppy being killed, so she and her mother made their commitment to save her with financial assistance from Molly Morgan and Casper Corona, adopted Francesca at 4 p.m. the same day over the phone. Francesca was sent to the shelter's vet partner the following Monday evening and was scheduled to be spayed the following morning on June 25th. Corona was advised to pick up Francesca after 3.30. However, in the early afternoon, Corona received a very disturbing telephone call from the vet the following Corona's words about what was transpired. To my utter shock and horror, I received a phone call from the vet in the early afternoon to advise me that my seven-pound female puppy has been anally sexually assaulted by something the size of a cucumber. I drove there like a maniac. Remember, I have never met this dog in person with my mum in tow. The vet took a, a lot of time preparing us for what we were about, for what we were about to see before he brought her in, Mum was crying, and that was explaining that her puppy behind had been completely ripped apart by the rape, and they didn't notice before they spayed her because she was covered and impacted through that area with feces. For a more detailed account of the story, you can click on it in the graphic image. 
The total cost mm. for Francesca's spade procedure and her prescription medications was very steep, but with a generous financial contribution made by Cronus' godsister, Julie Silvis, they were able to pay general dog and cat hospital vet's bill in full. Corona is very thankful for that. Having met Corona, having met with a vet, Corona took Francesca home for the next 36 hours to help her recover from space surgery. On June the 27th, Corona took Francesca to see Dr. Jeffrey Werber with the vet, Century Veterinary Group in Los Angeles, California, in addition to the injuries she sustained from being sodomized, Francesca was diagnosed with full-blown kennel cough, which, um, which made her have hospitalization for five days. Corona visited Francesca at the vet's office every single day to make sure she had constant, had, had a constant in young, innocent life. I know, yeah. and it goes on. There's quite a bit more. You know, mm. what sort of, I can't even say person, I can't say animal, there isn't a word, is there? Like individual. I think the word's barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I think, you know, you know, we were asking what people think that Keisha should get, and then I'll put to everybody, what do you actually think that this person should get? What, can, what psychological help can you possibly give somebody that does something like that, really? Well, there was a case in California a couple of years ago, Sue, where the same thing happened. It was one of the stiffest sentences ever given. Um, I can't even say animal cruelty. It's worse than that. The person got 12 years in prison. So. But the thing is, okay, 12 years, that's quite a long time. And Before anybody jumps down the neck, whoa, I didn't say it was enough. I just said, you know, 12 years is quite a long time. But what are they actually getting in that 12 years? Do they actually get help, or are they just chucked in there and left to do their sentence? Well, do, I Do they come out better people for being in there? Probably not, because probably from what I hear in prison, if you go ahead and even abuse a child or an animal, it's not too pretty. So I don't, who knows what even happened to the person. I'm serious about that. You know, it's just um, just unbelievable. Hopefully they would. I don't even know if someone like that is, I don't know. I, it just The thought is just so... Ugh, so beyond. I, I'll say it. I don't even know if someone like that can be helped, Sue. I just don't yeah. know. I just don't know. The thing is, they can come out of there, Howard, and, you know, within six months, they could be raping a kid. Correct. Oh, or have they already raped one if you're doing that? You know, I don't know. It's just, it's just, be, it's just you know, you look at what... They do reckon that it apparently starts with animals and moves up to children. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So... Oh boy, it's just uh, it's just mind-boggling. But you know the stories have to be put out there. People have to be aware of what's you know. You can't close your you can't close your eyes and just you know it's it's unfortunately it's the real world now. Yep, I just want to say thank you to that person that shared that into the chat. This beautiful, gorgeous little dog has actually got a Facebook page, hmm. and it's called hmm. Francesca's Story. She's got four thousand four hundred likes. And 4,532 people are talking about it. Yes. Oh, and before I forget, Sue, um, I've talked about it before, Everything Rosie, our little little friend there. Yeah. It's her mom, Cinnamon's birthday today, so I'd like to wish her mom a very happy and healthy birthday, and I'm sure she is spending the day with her gorgeous little Rosie. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, she actually won the cover. She's going to be on the cover of American Dog Magazine. So oh, that's- Fantastic. 
That's pretty cool. Right. We'll, we must get um, get her on and have a word. With yes, I will. Later. I will. She told me she'll. She's so busy, but she told me she will go on. I just wanted to share this with you, Sue. I just I just saw this. You know my name, not my story. You've heard what I've done, not what I've been through. So stop judging me. <laughs> mm. Definitely, I've seen that before. It's very, very true. Very true. How true is it? By the way, have you have you written a poem for the eleventh for Lennox? You haven't written one of your poems in a while. Uh, you know, I haven't actually. Do you know I mean? Well, I um, think I think I, I think I'll will. I think I'll challenge you for Thursday then to write a nice one of your masterpieces. Yes, I, I will have to sit. Actually, seeing we've got such beautiful weather, I think I'll sit outside and uh, bring a couple of poems out. Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. Good. Definitely. John, that just horrifies me. It's I'm just sat there looking at this beautiful little dog's face, and I'm thinking, so I wonder how many dog abuse cases like that there is. Probably a lot more than you, that, a lot more than we'll ever know. I'm sure a lot yeah. more than we'll ever know. It's just, I, I just don't. It's, 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 it's just beyond sick. It's, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just horrifying. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Well, we'll see what the person gets. Did it say where it occurred? Did it say was it in the states? Um, it was in the. Well, it said there, didn't it? Wasn't it Los Angeles? Uh, oh, the puppies from San Bernardino, California. Oh, San Bernardino. San Bernardino. San Bernardino. Yeah, that's yeah. about an hour and a half from where I am. Unbelievable. Oh, well, I'll find out the name, who did it, and then we'll give give you the address to go and kick the. <laughs> <laughs> It's just oh, boy. get myself in very big trouble. Yes, yes, yes. Don't get me in trouble now. <laughs> no, but uh, oh, good grief. unbelievable! Absolutely unbelievable! Just, just horrifying. I just look at the picture, and I've just got to say, I'm looking at the person that's obviously stayed here as well, and on the pictures are beautiful. She's white, and she's got long hair, these beautiful dark eyes. She's just adorable. I know. Yeah. So I've, I've, got to, I've got to say to everybody, people, you know, we do need to share these stories. We do need to be making a difference. And it goes back to the same things I say every single week. It is time that we stood up to our government and asked them, is it not time that we change laws that are going to make a difference? Make it be a preventative rather than a cure. It is no good saying you're going to put them in prison for 12 years after they've done it. Tell them that if they do it, they're going to be put into prison for 20, 30, 40 years to prevent them going there in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Get these people to spay and neuter their dogs or they get this, that, and the other. The government could do so much, Howard, just by putting some laws in place to make a difference. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. What do you reckon, Penny? You're very quiet. You've usually got an, uh, something to say. I'm just uh, I'm mind boggled with with that. It just and and on the same token, I mean I've seen so much in the last couple months. That, I mean that's why I say you know I'm actually ashamed to be part of the human race at times because of all the sickness that is is out there. You know how they can do these things to these poor defensive animals. It just it boggles the mind. It really does. And yep. you know we're screaming and yelling, but yet on the same token, they're they're trying to make us quiet real quick. You know by blocking us. You know uh, we're not allowed to videotape because you know of this reason or that reason. It, it, there's always something. You know it's like they don't want the voice out there. 
Yeah. Do you not know? Let Let's just go to that for a minute. This whistleblowers thing, and I I feel myself getting irate as soon as I start talking about it. But I want to say to everybody, what do people actually think is the reason for the government to actually stop us from exposing animal cruelty? Hmm. What reason would the government have to stop us doing it? Really? Let's just put the cards right on the table. Why would anybody, doesn't matter what country you're in, which or which government, why would they want to stop us from exposing it? Yeah, that's a good question. Very good question. Mm-hmm. Yep, very good Can question. I would have thought that, you know, we need to, maybe this is something we need to do as well. All the politicians that are animal advocates, that are changing and making a difference to this world, we need to actually share them and promote them. We need to vote for those people. The ones that are actually making a difference, they're saying about Spain and Eugene, the ones that are showing dog cruelty, the ones that are standing up for what we all believe in and we want out there. They're the ones that we need to be sharing. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, maybe crazy. we need to get a few you know, onto uh, onto the show to speak to them. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, let me just check, make sure there's nobody else waiting. So, Penny, any other news, updates? No, I'm I'm, I'm still sitting sitting on the fence trying to figure out what what's going on. Um, and Jessica, Jessica was asking me, you know, if she had heard, if I'd heard anything about her cats and I still haven't heard anything. Uh, it, it's, you know, kind of a wait-and-see game now. Hmm. Um, the elderly man that she was staying with, his daughter had contacted me, and she's supposed to be going out there where where Jesse was. And so um, and we'll, we'll see there. But I haven't heard anything from anybody. Well, being sick, too, I, I haven't really been online as much as I usually would be. Yeah. Oh, it's just a, it's such a crazy world, honestly. I'll never, I don't know. Well, Something's so going to change. I do p- believe that people are starting to connect, but I just do not understand you know, how it's just being washed under the carpet. For instance, have you noticed how much um, the bee population has dropped? Oh, yeah. That's been going on for mm-hmm. a while now. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness. You know, but nothing seems to be being done over that. Why are they dying? Good question. I don't know if either Sorry? one of you guys have heard. We have we have a new mosquito now. It's called the tiger mosquito. No, I haven't heard of um, that one. Yeah, and I just was just informed by they, they do these, like, special traps where they can, like, tell what kind of bugs are, you know, in the area, I guess. Uh, I was talking to somebody, and I guess apparently here in Louisiana they are pretty heavy. Uh problem is is they're carrying three kinds of diseases now, and uh, they're, they're not understanding all of it quite yet. But it's called the tiger mosquito, and it looks – it's tiger-striped. It, it just mm. – and I was, like, kind of creeped out when I heard about that. It was like, oh, my goodness, it's right here. And it's killing off a lot of things. Hmm. Uh, and what's it called again, Penny? Sorry. Hmm. What was it? What what sort of mosquito is it? What do they call it? It's it's called a tiger mosquito, and it's black and white. 
Unbelievable. They they were just out here um, in my neighborhood um, because we have uh, water coolies around us, and they were checking the water canals and stuff. And the the guy was talking to me, and he and I said, well, how do you you know determine you know what kind of bugs are where? You know, I mean, because when you see them flying around, they all look the same. To be honest with you, and he said, well, what we do is we put these little like they look like houses, and it's clear, and they go into it. And I said, well, I said, do you kill them? He said, no, we try not to. Sometimes it could happen. But he said, we're, we're trying to learn about the different species. And he said, that there's one. It's, it's like three different. And I had heard something. Pebbles had mentioned something to me about it. And then it was just the, just the other day they were out here, and they, they said the same thing. I was like, wow, I just heard about this from a friend of mine. You know, it's like just deja vu there. Our, our planet's changing, you know, whether it's via the human, the in, insects. I mean, everything's dying off. Yeah, it is. Yep. Well, guys, I well, hate to do this. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. It, it, I just want to say that I'm just reading something, Penny. It says about in 2007, this um, tiger mosquito was found. It was land. It says deadly mosquito has landed in Britain. And it says that two Asian tiger mosquitoes, which can transmit up to 23 infections, including West Nile virus and dengue deng fever, were found in a suburban back garden. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the species are normally found in the forests of Asia, Africa, and South America. Okay, well, you you heard about it, you know, it, 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 there, it, uh, in Britain in 2007, why is it just now, you know, coming to the general public? You know, I think, it, you know, it falls back to the government. Why are they just now letting everybody know about these, you know, these bugs? But they knew that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from what I understand, we have to be careful because, like, our heart guard and, and stuff like that, that we are treating our animals for, you know, Heart, uh, heartworm, they're they're immune to all of this. Yeah. Hmm. It's, so it's kind of you know it's kind of eerie in a way because it's like you know we're trying to protect our babies, but really there's no protection. There really isn't, and they can't even tell us. Oh, well, they carry all these different diseases. Yep, it's unbelievable. Government knows things and they're just not letting us know. That's true. You know, something my grandmother got, let her rest in peace. She was 96. Um, she was totally cool. And she used to tell me back back in the 20s and 30s the government was covering stuff up. This is nothing new. This is nothing mm-hmm. new. Penny, do you Don't remember when? Don't even start me on that show. That's for Saturday. But I agree. One Penny, do you rem- Penny, remember when uh, the guy who was it, J. Edgar Hoover from the FBI, was, was thought John Lennon was a communist and they were spying on them? Remember? <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's been going on forever. My grandmother mm-hmm. told me it's been going. It's been going on forever. It's just that now, with the social media and 24/7, it's more. It's been going on forever. It's okay. just like the JF, uh, JFK cover-up. Exactly. I mean, he's been deceased how long? And they were supposed to open it up what yeah. two or three I- years ago, and then they they put it to hush hush again for another what was it, ten years I think or something like uh, that. It's like really it's come cool. on. Crazy. Well, someone just sent me this since we're talking about abuse. This is really, I, and I usually don't read these. A North Carolina woman is accused of dragging a puppy by the bumper of her SUV, severely wounding the dog. She's charged with animal cruelty to animals. 
Um, witnesses say that a small dog being dragged behind an SUV then pulled into the lot. Three-month-old pit bull mixed puppy. Suspect was also charged with driving while intoxicated with unsafe movement. She was booked into the detention center under $15,000 bond and court planned for Monday. So she was drunk and put, and, you know, there you go, owner, you know, put the dog in danger. So here we go again. Here we go again in North Carolina. Look, these things are invincible, so why would they be bothered? They're not bothered because our government's not bothered. But you know mm-hmm. something, too, just to flip the coin penny, and you know something, I always wonder, you know, you know, you see, I mean, you, you know, you look at the murderers, I mean, you look at Scott Peterson, Penny, and people like mm-hmm. that, These guys, and, and he is in jail for life. He'll never get out, never. Mm-hmm. But they keep doing it. So I don't know, is it a deterrence or isn't it? I, I don't know. I think if I think when someone is a, and I've talked to experts about this, I think when someone is classified as a sociopath, I don't think they really care about the law. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And someone doing that to an animal or a human is a sociopath. So does it does it really deter? No, because like some of the, some of the prisons and stuff, they have you know like you know the waves. You know they have everything right there. And I've heard people talking that have been you know in a, in a prison system that said, oh well, I'm going to go break the law so I can go back in because I don't have to worry about what half these people out here worry about. So you know they're going to cut them loose and they're going to turn around and they go and do the same thing. Now I'm not saying now everybody does that, but. Yeah. You know, there are some that they're going to turn around and they're going to do the same thing they were doing before they rent just so that they can end up right back in there because it's easier than it is out here. Yeah, but you look at, okay, Penny, you look at, and I've heard experts say this, you look at some of these serial killers or murderers, they know that they're doing wrong, but they really don't care. They know it's wrong, but they just don't care. They just don't care. They have no emotional. No, no, they have no conscience at all. So, you know, you know, just to flip the coin, I have to wonder if the government, you know, let's say did make this law stricted, you know, people like this, will it discourage them? I, I, I don't know. I have to wonder. I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's just, I it's wonder just, if there's, you know how you get people that have, um, say, done bad things in their past but have actually turned their life around, whether it was drugs or drink or whatever, mm-hmm. may have made them, to, I'm not going to say made them to do it, that's the wrong word, but... Um, it's not helped them, shall we say. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's actually people out there that have done cruelty to animals but have changed their life around. I would like to think there is. Mm-hmm. I would like to think there certainly is, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, would with... love to speak, I would love to speak to somebody who has actually abused animals but have changed it around and may now have the pet dog or whatever that have actually changed their life around and now see it from a different side. Maybe they were younger. Maybe they were in a depressed state. Maybe it was they were uh, turned into an alcoholic or whatever. You know, whatever or maybe, reason. Or maybe they were abused. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean? Yeah. If anybody can, is in that circle, please give me an email. So maybe we can do a show about that. You know, you don't have to have your name exposed or anything. You know, we can be all confidential. Um, you know, but give us an email, show at gmail.com. Because I would love to – I'm not saying that I'll ever understand that, but, I mean – I'd love to speak to somebody to to sort of see it from a different side. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And, and before anybody tells me, oh, you're siding with animal abusers, I am not. I just want well, to know what triggers them to do it. Is there something that triggers them? 
you know, have they been, like, psychologically afterwards tested to have a certain thing or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or how many people have actually got away with it in the court because they've been told that they're not of sound mind or whatever else at the time? Mm hmm Very interesting. There's quite a few that get away with it for not being of sound mind. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they just had a, uh, I want to say uh, it was uh, Connecticut, I think, or something, that, that prison that had all those, the cats out there. I, I'm not sure exactly where it was, but they, they were feeding all the feral cats, and then all of a sudden the the uh, uh, prison board said no, they weren't allowed to, to feed them. And from what I'm understanding, they had quite a bit of uh, the people inside the prison irate because they were kind of like sneaking food to the cats and stuff and mm. they were supposed to be catching the cats and moving them. I can't remember exactly where it was at but the uh, what do they call them, the, the prison the person, head of the prison said no uh, that's against health re- regulations we can't be feeding these animals mm. and some mm. of the, the the inmates, you know, were like hey you know, because that's what all they had I mean, they, they're in there for life and so they were they were feeding the cats Mm-hmm. You know, trying to make a difference from in the inside. And exactly. Know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Sue, our dear friend Judy works with prisoners, and they train the dogs, and then they become forced in and go on to get adopted. So, you know, a lot of the prisoners, I've seen these shows, uh, Pe- uh, Penny, I don't know if you've seen them, where, you know, a lot of these prisoners, uh, they're allowed to have pets. And, I mean, they had one guy on. He was actually a convicted murderer, and he was in jail for many years, and he had a little kitty cat, and it turned his whole life around. You know, they were interviewing him. He actually showed compassion for the first time in his life. And uh, he told people, don't mess with my little kitty cat. Pitbulls <laughs> so, uh, and Prolies does that. And uh, that's Tia out of New Orleans. She's got a bunch of Prolies that yeah, take care of the Pitbulls. Correct, correct. Well, those guys are out. I'm talking about guys and the guys and gals in the act- still in the actual prisons. But, you know, it's it's you know it's very interesting how how an animal can 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 – can turn someone can can bring out the compassion in somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is it is it is very interesting the marvels of an animal. It's just it it it, it always blows me away. You know how yeah, um, exactly. you know. take a baby or a, or or a puppy or a kitten and put it in somebody's hands and you know if the person's right heart it's going to turn them to mush. I, I don't care what what you do. You Baby, pup, puppy, kitten, if it's a baby of any sort, it's going to turn a person to much, if they're of right heart. Yep. 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 Yep, definitely. So. Definitely. Um, let me have a look now. Where else? I'm just going to look at other things I want to share. I'm just going to look through the RCU show group, which was at over 3,000, but we've obviously had a few people that have left or different things, so... We need to add some more people to the Ask Sue show, everybody. So please go to the group. You can post on there. You can cross-post. Um, and uh, by all means, anybody who wants to email me, you can. It's asksueshow at gmail.com as well. And, Sue, uh, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the NJSPCA wall. There were 30,597 likes. So let's see if we can't get them to 31,000 likes by, by July 30th. And um, if anyone, anyone, the NJSPCA has a wonderful store. They have T-shirts, caps, Frisbees, and, you know, the, they get no money from the state. It's all donated, and, you know, the calendar will be coming out soon. So if anyone's never been there, it's NJSPCA.org, and you can buy a T-shirt, pants, caps, you know, fun stuff. So I'm sure the captain would appreciate that. 
Definitely. And how is your Go Green going, Howard? My Go Green, it's um it's the biggest Go Green for Patrick ever. It's over two thousand people attending. And uh people it's been going very well. There are a couple of people in there that didn't even know about Patrick and people are, you know, meeting each other. That's why of course I created the events. So it's going very well. Um sad I have to do an event for this, but as I said, once everything is said and done and Patrick is adopted, we're gonna have a huge, huge event. Maybe we'll even get Sue over here. You never know. <laughs> Maybe the captain will come over and sweep her off her feet. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, the, event's go- the event's going very well, and um, hopefully this one will be over soon. It's one I'd like to end and just end this chapter, just get it over with, and that way Patrick can get on with his life and on to other things. Exactly. Sue, I'd like to see you see see you come over here because there's a lot of these the people that you know. Oh, she's over there. Maybe I'll be going. Uh, that, that. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's she doing here? Exactly. Do you know what the thing is? I've spoken to quite a few people, and I've got to say, I have had so many offers of people saying, "Oh, you can stop at mine. You know, you can have a day here, and then go to the next place, and go to the next place." And me and Kathy have already started to talk about the fact if I came over and what we'd like to do within a month, within that month and stuff, because we're saying it's no good me coming home for a week or whatever. It'd be too much. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, it's 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 funding. You know, I, I want, like I say, I want to do something. I want to come over. I'm thinking of maybe raising money for Spain and Neutering um, and make a difference as well while I'm over there, not just popping over to meet people and things, but also go out and have a look at these shelters that have been sent to us, you know, information of, um, shelters that aren't up to a, a certain standard, and I'd love to literally walk in on them and actually go and have a look for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like going and meeting a, cer- a certain mayor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, there's quite a few mayors that I would like to go and see, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. They just seem to be in a rule of their own for some reason. Is there any uh-huh. updates? Is there any updates on that situation, or, or, or we can't say? Or no, there are, we haven't heard anything. Um, the one in Tennessee, we are literally—it's just gone really quiet because obviously the Tennessee Bureau in, investigators are actually looking into that, um, and we're hoping to hear some information from that very soon. Okay. So, and anybody who's listening who's got information or evidence. For that case, um, you do need to be getting in touch with the Tennessee Bureau um, investigators and give them the evidence that you've got. And then, Sue, maybe next Tuesday, we were going to do it last week, let's go ahead and call Bloomfield, see what's going on there. You know, yes, I want to do a show about Memphis, definitely. Definitely, definitely. definitely. Well, maybe yeah, next week we'll... Definitely um, next week, begin, we'll sort that for next week. Yeah, okay, sounds good, definitely. Yeah. Maybe Tuesday of next week, Howard, we'll do that. We'll have a Memphis show. Okay. Sounds good to me. I think yeah. we're coming up on, what, 10 or 11 months already, so it's that's going to be nearing a year also. So, yes, we will I definitely... I was going to say, well, I will have to get in touch with... Um, I'm going to speak to Jeff, probably, and I, I need to speak to him um, and ask him, what, find out what the actual date was. Yeah, I, I know it's... I, I think Pebbles knows the exact date, actually. She's She's, she's been following that there, but I know it's... I think it's coming on 11 months already. So, um, unbelievable. Just unbelievable. So, we'll see who we can get on. I'm just thinking, Pebbles is in the chat, so maybe she'll let me know in a minute what date it was as well and let me know. 
Um, a big hello to um, AMC Press, who my mind has gone blank, so I can't think who that is. Um, we've got a guest in the chat room. Please sign into Blog Talk Radio because then you'll be able to join us in the chat as well. Uh, to Lily, to Margaret, to Jill, Pebbles, and to Sherry Rose. Hi, all of you. Yes, hi. Hi to all of them, actually. It's, Pebbles has just said it's a year since Jeff and Diana took him in for training. It was last July. Last July. So it's so it's about a year now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, Absolutely and he went to an undisclosed location in September. Oh, September. Okay. So, so he has not been. Yeah. Seen, yeah. Okay. So it's been about ten months since the last time he was seen. Yeah. So. That's be nice if we could. Yeah, I just, the same thing applies, doesn't it? What What exactly do they think they're going to achieve by keeping him? Exactly. Well, I I would like to know why we can't see a picture. What are they hiding? Why not a picture like like we've asked yeah, for? Yeah, but a video, not, even a video. Yeah, why, whatever, why does that yeah. make such a big difference? Exactly, exactly. Well, I don't understand. We're not asking for the exact street where he is. Just give us a video or a uh, or a picture. And, uh, but or, or a time and say, yes, he's going to be. You know, I'm not being funny, but even um, Jim Crosby said himself that it wasn't so bad, you know, of what they were making him out to be. And so why would it take 10 months to train a dog that's not so bad? Exactly. I mean, I seriously, I could have trained Memphis by now. Yes, I'm, I'm sure there's quite a few that were saying the same. And the thing is, let's face it, you know, Jeff's a qualified trainer, and I'm sure could have easily, easily have done it within 10 months. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Jeff could have done it in, in less time than that. Hmm. <coughs> Uh, we'll, see what, we'll, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. I think Jeff could have had him on the rocket going to the moon on his own and been able to sort out the rocket as well. <laughs> oh, In boy. that space of time. Yep. But no, I, on a serious note, you know, it's gone on far too long. And the realistic side is, you know, it, it wasn't as if Bloomfield had got loads of space and had loads of money and loads of everything to sort all this out, you know what I mean? And how much has gone on on to Memphis, and how many dogs could have been spayed and neutered at not again spayed and neutered at that shelter if this had not gone on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how many? Yeah. How many? I mean, as we said many times, Jeff offered on your show to take seven dogs. He he had home. Yep. You know, he could place them and everything. So doesn't yep. make any sense to me. And I'm I'm just no, of average definitely. intelligence. So I guess I'm missing something somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, boy. Um, if anybody else wants to call in, it's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. Have you got anything you would like to add to the fact about uh, Paul Memphis and uh, about Jeff and Diana, obviously? Um, it's 12 months since Jeff and Diana actually tried adopting him. Hmm. What date was that on Pebbles? Do you know what date that was on? Um, I'd like to know because we'll set up a show maybe for the year. I'm beginning to think it was past now, to be honest. I don't know. We'll find that out. We'll definitely find that. Um, but obviously, we've done a lot of shows about Memphis, and uh, to anybody listening from Bloomfield, no, it's not going away, and no, he's not just a dog. No, he's so not. So we've seen that comment before. So. No, he's not. And uh, um, I do have, re- I have regards from everyone from Sally. She's even now she's shelter director. I have to make an appointment to talk to her on the phone. She's so busy. She's even working on her days <laughs> off. <laughs> 
But uh, she's, do- she's doing a heck of a job there. She's really shaking things up. And they had a pit bull adopted, one of her favorites. It's a family, and the dog's name is Candy. And I guess one of they have three or four kids. She posted a picture, and one of the kids came up to her, and she was like, Candy, I love you, I love you. So you know who's Candy's favorite is now is this little boy. But Sally was very pleased. They know about pit bulls. They're doing everything the right way. So she's doing it there. She's getting things done there, and I'm very proud of her. Well- what is the name of the shelter she's at? I'll have, I'll have to find out. I'll have, a bit of a shout out, I think. Yeah, I'll have to find out. She's working today, but maybe next week she'll be able to call and give us some updates. But Jeff yeah, and definitely. Visitor, I think that'd be brilliant. Definitely. Yeah, she's do, she's doing a great job, and it just shows you, Sue. You know, someone who started out on Facebook with some groups and went to doing events, started volunteering at the shelter. Now she's director, so you know, it just shows you. You never know what you can accomplish. You know, when you have passion and you care. And uh, so it's just, you know, it's just a, I, I couldn't think of a better person to be running a shelter. Yeah. It amazes me. We've got some absolutely fantastic people around us. And I've got to say, you know, there's so many people that do different things. You know, there's some people that can't do that much. There's other people that are fantastic cross posters. There's yep. people that send, um, you know, things into the shelters. You know, all everybody's such a big, brilliant, fantastic team. And it, we've got a good selection of really good people and we're lucky to have you know find them in various different ways that's right that's right and don't think you know that that what you're doing isn't a big deal even if you go to the shelter once a week take a couple of pictures and cross post them and dog gets rescued or a cat gets gets rescued it's amazing so you know everyone everyone does what they feel they can do and what their passion is but uh you know as i always say sue if we all did the same things nothing would get done Everyone does, you know. Everyone does the best they can do from their heart, and that's the important thing. But yes, we are a great team, and we are we are slowly getting things accomplished. Yeah, we get there eventually. Yeah, Definitely. we will. Um, now, what was you think I was going to say then? Um, uh, the other thing we're going to have coming up soon as well, Howard, which we've not done for quite some time, is I'm going to be having a show where we hand out some more certificates. Oh, absolutely. Yes, so, it's time for that. Yes, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we haven't done that in ages. So if there's an animal advocate or there's a person that's, I don't know, adopting children, adopting pets, saving, you know, somebody that's helped you way past their means, um, you know, done something that's literally inspired you to do more, whatever it may be, um, give us an email, Show at gmail.com, and so we can give recognition to these people that are doing and making a difference in our world because we need to make more people inspired by these people. Do you know what I mean? So let's, you know, let's see what people are doing out there and uh, let's get some t- certificates handed out to show our appreciation to these people. Absolutely, absolutely. We've had some brilliant ones on that, haven't we? You know what I mean? Um, to Well, even the Patrick Miracle page, we gave them yep. a certificate. Absolutely. Gave um, Sean Casey one. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, we've done. It's been brilliant. I love doing them. Absolutely. Talking about Sean Casey, we got to get Sophie back on the show. She's been so busy, but maybe we'll get her back on. Definitely, definitely. And to the and I'll mm-hmm. get um, Sean back on as well. Absolutely. And the name of the event is called Go Green Day in Support of Patrick. And I'd like to thank my fellow co-hosts, Sue being one of them, Cindy, Janet, and Sally. And uh, we just hit 2,040, so that's not too bad. Excellent. And I want to thank everyone Excellent. for being re- being respectful and using 
no four-letter words in there. And, you know, if you have any questions, just, you know, just ask away. And, uh, you know, one thing about my events, and Sue knows, I will not put any information out there that has not been verified either by the captain or someone that was at the courthouse because I don't – it's nothing worse than putting something out there and then it's not true and then it takes on a life of its own, which is very easy to do on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit like Chinese whisper with a whole new meaning. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we will keep you posted as, as, you know, as we go along. Sue, how are the kids doing? They're doing really well. Today I've had a sports day and we had a play as well. Jana did very, very well. I was very proud of her. And uh, the school that she's at, they were, it, it, they've been absolutely fantastic. But Jana's moving up into a secondary school this time. Um, oh, so boy. a big change for Jana going into the... And my bait, there's no more real babies of the family. They're all 11 years and above. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 11 and I, above. I don't feel young anymore, I can honestly tell you. And just to let everybody know that Emma and Jana also did a... Um, did the race for life as well um, in aid of cancer, and they both did it. And I was so so proud. And I met the people that they ran with as well, and they said they were fantastic. The credit. So oh. and I've also heard on the great vine from Emma that apparently a photographer has been into school, and she's going to be in the paper. Really? Wow. Yep. That's great. So that's pretty cool. And I find it extremely funny that. Um, even though Sherry Rose is in America, that she's telling me the play that um, that Jana was in today, which only proves to me that Jana's been on the old internet and has been telling Sherry all about it. Now, how is inspiring is that that um, Sherry in America has been told by my daughter that, yeah. uh, what she's doing at school. Jana goes on the internet. I, I, I never. I didn't know she goes on the internet. I'm very surprised to hear this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never gotten a PM oh, from what. They are so funny. The things that they come out with, honestly. Oh, and it is. Jana is just a classic. She really is just so funny. And we've had so many giggles of the things she comes out with, and Emma as well. And, uh, oh, they're just really, good, really, really good kids. We had the party uh, at the weekend. We had people come over and stop over, and uh, they camped out and stuff. And my girls went straight up, and Jamie and Kimberly. All of them went up and was, were helping the people bring their stuff in, helping them unpack the car and everything. Oh, and that's just, They were a credit to me, to be fair, an absolute credit. Admittedly, when they're at home, they fight and they hate each other. But, you know, they work in an excellent team on there together, too. Well, if I say so myself, they have a pretty pretty rockin' mom, so. Yeah. Well, I try, I try. I must just say that I did put uh, the other day about being a hot mama, and that was only because I got very bad sunburn, and I didn't feel like I was on fire. <laughs> hey, like, hey, like my how, mom used to... How you guys stick with the heat? I will never know, honestly. Oh, it, yeah, it's hot today, not, but like, <clears throat> not my mom used to... But I'm just going to say, right, I was talking to Kathy the other day, and I was saying about the fact that a couple of us have got stinging sunburn after... It, and she recommended vinegar to put onto it is very good. I've heard that before. I have heard that before. Vinegar. Oh, that was good too. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm. So, so if I'm smelling like a chip shop later, you know why. <laughs> and and Sherry's just saying she told Emma off about wanting a sunburn. Do you want Sherry? You carry on. She doesn't even get 
sunburn. She is actually, honestly, her skin is tanned already. Oh, it's so, tanned already? Yep, yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's got, she's got a nice tan. Poor Kimberly's got blonde hair, usually, except it's red at the moment, or a reddy colour. And so she just burns. Yeah, I got sunburned once when I was younger, back in my teens, never again. I was uh, out at the beach drinking a little too much, passed out, and it was not too pretty. I had, I had, I had sun. I actually had sun poisoning. I was had the chills for two days. It was not, not a very pleasant thing. Not a very pleasant thing. I believe it or not, I know it's hard to believe in the UK, but I have actually had that. And honestly, Howard, I totally understand. You just shake so much, even though you you touch your skin and you're boiling, but you're freezing. Yes. Oof. And, and oh, you're so tired, but then then you go to get to try to get some sleep, and you can't sleep. So I wanted to ask you to change the subject. When does the queen become a great grandmother? Isn't that pretty soon? Uh, actually, in the next few days, so I hear. I haven't heard any news, any changes yet, but yeah. And I heard I heard they're issuing a special coin in honor of the baby. <laughs> well. I, yep. I wonder how much uh, that's going to cost. I wonder how much the government's going to spend on that one. Talk. <laughs> We've only got six more minutes to show, and that wouldn't be long enough for my rant. <laughs> well, maybe you get I the baby. I think, on my personal opinion, and I've got no no problem in saying this. I think that at the end of the day, why doesn't the Queen pay for the Queen herself? She's exactly. got plenty sitting there, and we've got yeah. enough problems in the UK without paying for the Queen. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, that that'll be a rant, wasn't it? That was straight. That, that, yeah, that was very quick. Well, maybe you can get the Queen on, and then and, and she'll be able to explain all this to us. <laughs> She's got a lot of explaining to do. It mean more than a two-hour show. <laughs> well, she'll be a great grandma. It's grand quite episode. mad, isn't it? It's changing the subject, and we've only got five minutes. How one? Let, let's just be realistic, right? I loved Princess Diana. Okay, I'm not so sure about the rest of the royals coming. If they came on the show and they proved to me what they were actually doing, then it might be different. But the reality is, how does one lot of family get so much money? <laughs> Interesting. The realistic side of this coin is this. Well, that's quite funny, two sides of the coin, yeah, of the yes. new coin. <laughs> the realistic side of it is, this royal family grows and grows, okay? And the thing is, I think to myself, what exactly are they doing? How much money are they getting? And what changes could be made in the world if we weren't paying for them? Hmm. Interesting point. I Very agree about the Queen. Okay, okay, yep, yeah, I agree with the Queen. What I don't agree with is the, I'm going to say it as it is, hangers-on that are literally linked from that. Why do we need to pay for all of them too? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Sue, how old is the Queen? Now you're asking me. Philip's like 92, right? I think I just read yeah, Philip's like 92. Yeah, she's something like that, isn't she? Yeah. I, I'm, I must admit, I like Diana and I like William and Harry, and that's as much as it goes for me as the royals. Yeah, well, that's a whole that's a whole other thing with Diana, because most, most people here, I think they did a poll in America, and most people believe it was a conspiracy, that there was no car accident. But we could do a show on that. All I'm going to say to finish the show is, Howard, there is plenty of them, and it's not just Diana. Yes, I'm sure, I'm sure. But she was, I mean, she she was she was she was really cherished here. I remember the day yeah. of the accident. There was, I mean, there was this. I hadn't seen that much coverage since 
since JFK's death. I mean, she was like, she was really a legend here. Yep. Uh, yeah, the was, thing is, though, Howard, I've always said, if I could just be 10% of what she was and what she achieved, I'd be more than happy. Yeah, she's an amazing lady, just an amazing lady. Just, you know, okay, she wasn't perfect, and there was people running her down, yeah, but, you know, let's look at what she did do. Having little, them little kids that got AIDS on her knee, a royal. And, 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 and little babies and little children, little toddlers with AIDS, and she was holding them and cuddling them and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and would they, you see any yeah. other royals do that? No, well, and they take... Maybe, but not any others. And they say, all in all, her boys turned out pretty good. If it wasn't for her, who knows what they'd be like. So they say she was an amazing mom, too. Yeah, And those boys really worshipped her. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think definitely. you'll have to do, yeah, yeah, I think one of these days you should do a royal family show. Maybe you get someone to call in from uh, from Buckingham Palace. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> that's, a, that's a few shows already in line, then. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> well, Penny, thank you very much for calling into the show, love. And you all have a good night. Feel better, Penny. Yes, and you, and uh, look after yourself, and uh, hope you're better soon. All right. Talk to you later. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And, Howard, thank you so much, darling. Another good yes. show? Yes, feel good, and um, we'll just keep saying our prayers uh, that the jury's going to make the right decision in three weeks, and next week we will be talking about, well, we'll be talking Memphis. about Memphis, you said. Yep. Okay, yep. sounds sounds good, and uh, I want to thank everyone for supporting the show, the events, all of Sue's groups, and everyone have a great week, and be healthy and be safe. Yes. Okay, Howard, thank you very much for joining us. Okay, and I'll talk to you soon. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Okay, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you very much to all of you for listening into the show. You can email Show at gmail.com, and, of course, you'll be able to call in anytime on 347-327-327. 9694. That'll be next week on the Tuesday show with myself and Howard, and we'll be talking about Save Memphis Continues. Thank you very much for supporting the show and in the group on Facebook, Sue Show. Speak to you all very soon. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.